Welcome to Shift Happens. I'm your host, Patrice Wilson. Together, we'll make internal shifts that will transform your inner and outer world. Let's get started. Welcome, friends, to Shift Happens. I'm your host and content creator and transformational guide, Patrice Crosby Wilson. Welcome to this first episode of Shift Happens. In this episode, I'd like to introduce myself to you and the thought and ideas behind Shift Happens, as well as the wordplay on the name. I think you can all figure out the wordplay on that Shift Happens because uh, that's a part of life. Shift does happen whether we want it to or not. That's internal shifts within us and the external shifts that go on around us that are caused by people, places, things, things going on in the world. So let's get into it. I'd like to introduce myself to you. Again, my name is Patrice. A little bit of information about me. I was uh, born down south, finished growing up out west, and have lived here in the northeast for the last 35 years. I'm a wife, a mother, and a grandmother. A sister, have four brothers and a sister, um, and I'm getting ready to celebrate my 34th wedding anniversary this month, so that means that we have both survived so far. I'm fortunate enough to be married to my best friend, who also puts up with me, as best friends do, and um, he's the person that I'd rather hang out with and be with than anyone else, and at the same time, Sometimes when I'm with them, I think to myself, where would I hide the body? Where would I bury the body? And then he turns around and says, hey, do you want to go to lunch? And I'm like, I'd love to go to lunch with you. So that's what 34 years of marriage is like. And uh, you take the good, the bad, and the ugly, and you find the joy somewhere that's woven in between there. But I have been really blessed and really fortunate. A little bit of a few interesting things that are some of my favorite things about myself from the time I was a little girl, um, I was the first girl to be born in my father's family, side of the family, in three generations. I had three older brothers, and on top of that, I got to be born on Easter morning. So I always felt really special in my family, and I really appreciated my mother, who, having four brothers in a crazy house, my father was a career, a career military was in Vietnam several times, and he was gone most of the time. My parents were separated and divorcing by the time I was four. Um, and my mother was a single mother in 1970 with five little kids, and here she was 30 years old. I grew up in a pretty tough home, a lot of ups and downs, a lot of emotional, mental upheaval, a lot of inner fighting, a lot of inner turmoil, severe economic issues. And so here we are as a family, some 50-odd years later, and um, it's amazing the degrees of healing that happen within myself and with other members of my family and how we're still working on that. We are always works in progress. And as I look back on my life and I work, I work diligently every day pretty much to make these internal shifts, even if they're slight internal shifts on my emotional health and and how I feel about things on a certain given day when memories may come back flooding and but I work on those things 
And that is a part of mindful living, is that when things come up from our past and they seem to make us feel uncomfortable or sad, we recognize those feelings, we validate them because they are your feelings and you have a right to them. And then I have to say to myself, how do I work to shift out of this, to take these feelings that may be heavy and turn them into a learning experience, turn them into wisdom and experience, turn them into feelings of peace and forgiveness for myself and for others. And that is the main component of my work, of what I do as a transformational guide. A little bit more background about myself. Academically, I've studied um, communication, film, art, but my main hardcore education um, all the way up for my master's degree is in communication and really understanding as a social scientist, because that's what I consider myself to be a social scientist. A social scientist is really watching and viewing how people communicate with themselves, with their outer world, with those around them. How do we communicate verbally, written, in song, in media, on social media, in film? How do we use our bodies to communicate? For the last 12 years, I've been on a very interesting odyssey to discover more in-depthly how we communicate spiritually and energetically with ourselves, people around us, and the world around us. While my Extended education and graduate degree has been in communication and public relations and understanding how we use our persona, how we transform ourselves and, and show ourselves a certain way to the outer world. When I was studying all of that and working in media, I was also on a different trajectory at the same time spiritually delving deeper into meditation, mindful meditation, studying Reiki healing. Uh, what does energy work mean? What does chakra um, healing work mean? What, what are these different modalities of um, neuro-linguistic programming? I've studied that. Um, shamanic, shamanic training. Shamanic training is about nature and how we interact with nature on an energetic and spiritual way as well. I've probably got about nine different certifications at this point, as well as, you know, five different um, academic degrees that I have. But the greatest joy that I have ever felt has really been in the last three years in which I've taken my academic education, my 38 years of working in the spiritual community. I also served as a full-time missionary for my church that I grew up in. I've been a, a, theo a theological um, teacher for eight years in teaching um, Bible study and scripture. Um, I worked as a, um, a top leader in my women's organization within my church, which was really uh, being like a lay minister in uh, nine different congregations. I did that for eight and a half years and found a great deal of joy in serving my church community in that way as a leader and a representative of the women in my church organization and their families and being the voice for them, but also in being able to teach them on a spiritual level, to teach them and have them teach me. And I feel like in the last 12 years on this really interesting 
learning trajectory that I was on academically as well as spiritually, that the conversion of that in the last three years has been understanding that what brings me a great deal of joy as a social scientist and as a spiritual teacher is being a transformational guide in helping you understand how you can make internal shifts that will transform your inner and outer world. So I want to give you a little bit more information about some of the things that this podcast will talk about. There will be times when it will just be me sharing with you my own thoughts and and experiences and the wisdom that has come from that or the things that perhaps I'm still struggling to learn. And then there will be times in which I will interview people. And we're going to talk about their experiences and how they've learned and grown and changed from things that they've really struggled with. So here's a couple, here's a few different um, ideas and thoughts of some of the upcoming podcasts. We're going to talk about the power of promptings, of spiritual promptings. What does that mean? How you can how can you identify a spiritual prompting? One of the things. Another thing that I love a subject is creating a daily spiritual practice. No matter what your religious beliefs are, if you hold no religious beliefs, if you have no true spiritual beliefs, before I work with any client, I always let them know that I am Christian. I work within the light of Christ. Now, you don't have to do that, What, but what you need to discover for yourself and come to an understanding of is that you are a divine spiritual being having an earthly human experience. Your spirit body, coupled with this human body, coupled together, create a soul. And you are having a deeply, a deep soul experience. This is earth school, and earth school is hard. And one of the ways that we can help ourselves find balance each day is through creating a spiritual daily practice. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about here, probably in the second or third podcast, is how do we create a meaningful daily spiritual practice that we can stick with? It can just be very simple, but that we can start our day with, maybe utilize it in the middle of our day when our day is kind of going haywire and crazy. And how do we end our day with that? And again, it can just be two minutes here and there, five minutes, whatever you want that to be. But we're going to talk about that. And also, as I have different guests on, we'll talk about what what's their daily spiritual practice, because every person, depending on their belief system, their spirituality, their religious system, they everyone has a different practice. But I just want you to come to an understanding and to experience for yourself the beauty and the power that having a daily spiritual practice holds for you. The other things we're going to talk about is what does it mean to be an empath? We hear that word thrown out a lot today on the spiritual community, on YouTube, on many other podcasts, the term empath. I think that empath and what an empath is, is much deeper and broader than what we're often, what we often hear about on um, different podcasts that's presented to us. So we're going to delve into that. Also, we're going to talk about um, being a caretaker, homebound, when we're homebound, caring for a loved one. Over the course of um, the pandemic, I actually had a, we had a family member from June of 2019 to June of 2021, a lovely, endeared family member. 
Um, he was actually my brother-in-law, but we called him Grandpa Phil because he had been so much older than my sister-in-law. And he was 90. I had him here at my home from the time he was 97 to 99. And Grandpa Phil passed away this past year at the age of 100. And I had the blessing and joy of being able to be his caretaker. And I was locked down with him on our family farm. We have a small family farm here in New England. So it brought me a great deal of joy to care for him for that two years. And I was with him solidly for 14 months here at home. But I did have other family members. My daughter and her husband and two toddlers moved in with us, too. She was starting graduate school. So, boy, the pandemic and the lockdown here was craziness. It was an intergenerational home. Uh, but also there was a great deal of joy and peace and camaraderie and upliftment. We were able to—we have 50 acres, so we're able to be outside and run around. But there were great struggles that— that were struggles for me as his main caretaker. And I'm going to have a couple different people um, that I'm going to interview who are going to talk about and share their own experience of what it was like for them to be a caretaker. And also the spiritual repercussions of that, as well as the energetic repercussions. Sometimes when we are caring for people too closely, our energy attaches to theirs and we can become a little unbalanced and become a little sick ourselves physically as well. So I'm going to share with you my experience and the experience of a couple of other friends as well. Let's see, some of the other, I've got a really great interview coming up that I think you're really going to love with a friend of mine. Her name is Colleen Lemma, and uh, I've already, we've already recorded part one, and we're finishing recording part two. Colleen is actually a world-renowned um, astrologer, numerologist, um, and spiritual teacher, and I'm really excited to introduce Colleen, and she's going to share with you on part one her own spiritual path, how she made internal shifts that transformed her outer world and her inner world as she came from a home, um, her home of origin, her family of origin. There was a lot of disruption, a lot of emotional upheaval and abuse, and she's going to share with you um, two things, her spiritual path and how she came to be where she is now, and the difficulties that she had um, as a child working her way into adulthood to shift into healing and forgiveness for a parent that was abusive. And so I'm really excited and looking forward to bringing you that, uh, those two episodes as well. Colleen's just wonderful, and I think you'll really be touched by her story and her wisdom and her experience. We're going to talk about manifesting. How we hear this a lot too, manifesting. What does it mean to manifest? What does it mean to project your desires out into the world and and to have them come back to you in a positive and healthy way? So we're going to be investigating what is manifestation? What does it really mean? What are the experiences behind that? One of the episodes, we're going to have a little session of two or three episodes on body positivity. How do we talk to our body? How do we love our body? How do we treat our body with what we put into it, not with just the words and the and the thoughts that we tell ourselves? And, and oftentimes, there are lies that we tell ourselves, there are untruths that we tell ourselves. But what we put into our body, as far as what we eat, what we drink, what we listen to, what we watch. For me, it goes back to the scripture in the Bible that says, as a man thinketh or woman, so is he or she. 
And I've come to truly experience that on a really deep level and coming to understand that it's not just what I put in my body, what I drink and eat and, and vitamins, how I exercise, but it's the stories that I've told myself. It's maybe the lies or the uh, belief system that I told myself and my body reacts to that, the energy that's around me and how it affects my body, how it affects my mental um, capacity, my emotions. So we're going to delve into that as well. And also, one of the other things that I'm excited about um, delving into is that you are a divine co-creator of your life. And we're going to talk about what it means to be a co-creator, because a co-creator implies that we are not creating our lives on our own, but we're creating it with someone else. And that means the divine. Whatever the divine is for you, for me personally, the divine is my Heavenly Father, my Heavenly Mother, and Jesus Christ or the great Jehovah. That's what it means for me. Because I believe that I lived somewhere before I came here, that I was created by parents on the other side who loved me, and that I came here to this earth plane that was created for me and created for you to have an earth experience, to create, a, to obtain a body, to put my spirit in that body, and to have experiences that I could not have outside of this physical realm. So we're going to delve more deeply into that, as well as talk with other people um, who are very interesting and who are spiritual teachers, who are shamanic practitioners, uh, who are religious, uh, deeply religious. And we're going to talk about other people's experiences. I hope through this podcast, Shift Happens, you're able to find stories that uplift you, that tickle your funny bone, that help you to think a little more deeply, to help you think outside of the box, but also more importantly, that help you to come to love yourself in a more deep, more meaningful way, that through this podcast, you're able to understand your worthiness, that you are of divine worth, that you are dearly loved, that you have a place here on this earth, that everything that you do and the people that you interact with, the energy that you send out while you are here on this earth plane, it has great impact it has great importance. It can be either for good or for bad. And I want you to find the greatest joy as you move through your own healing experience here upon this earth plane. So that's why I've created Shift Happens. I'm also getting ready to uh, launch my new uh, website called Shifting Into Wellness with Patrice Crosby Wilson. So once I get that up in the next couple of days, I'll, I'll push that out into the world. You can also find me on Instagram under Shift Happens. Um, you can also just find me on my personal Instagram page, which is Treese Wilson one just the number one. Um, you can find me on Facebook. I have an old Facebook group there. Um, and a page there called Wilson 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 Wellness Group, but the name of that will be pulled over into Shift Happens or Shifting into Wellness. I'm not sure which one. I also have a really great podcast with a dear friend and mentor of mine, Jan Lucier. Jan is a retired nurse, a retired holistic nurse, and she is a very well known uh, spiritual teacher, mentor, and 
uh, shamanic practitioner. And I have another podcast with her called Adventures of the Intrepid Soul. Sorry, we just changed the name of the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So it's called Adventures of the Intrepid Soul. And you can find that uh, where podcasts are listened to. We're on Apple. Um, we're on Buzzsprout um, and several other places. So I hope that you will go on to Buzzsprout or on Apple and a number of other places and listen to Adventures of the Intrepid Soul. We have 12 um, really interesting episodes up that I think that you'll find really interesting and uplifting and hopefully inspiring in your own journey. So that's what Shift Happens podcast is going to be about, um, delving into these really interesting experiences that are my experiences that I hope are helpful to you, other people's experiences, because the most important thing, again, is I want you to come to understand that you are worthy, you are worthwhile, you have purpose, you can be forgiving of yourself and others, and you have the power and ability to shift yourself into healing and to transform your inner world that will then transform your outer world. Thanks for joining me on this first episode of Shift Happens, and I look forward to spending more time with you in the future. Take care of yourself. 